We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I am uh, Neil McCrady. That is Tyler Siski, who uh, you probably know by now. Tyler was wanted me to sing uh, falsetto, the whole "Make It Rain" thing on Thursday, and so the bet was, if uh, I lost the week's games uh, on the road to Boise, I would have to do the falsetto "Make It Rain" on Thursday. And if Tyler lost, this was all Tyler's idea, by the way. I never even, I, I, I didn't, none of this was my prompting. If Tyler lost, he had to dress up to do the show today. And um, I wasn't anticipating losing, just for the record. You may have gathered that I won and uh, almost, almost dominated. I mean, it, it, this was this was close to being a knockout punch. Yeah, it was almost close to not mattering what I did. So I do uh, have to, all kidding aside, it sucks to lose. I'm not, I don't, I, I hate losing more than I enjoy winning. But I do have to give you this, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Probably the best week that either one of us have had. I want to congratulate you. Oh, I appreciate it. But that. I mean, even your losses, you got screwed on some. You got back Norma Crady pretty hard on some. Yeah, there were. We'll talk about I it. I was close. I was close to perfection, but close doesn't count in betting. God, as Vegas can attest. It only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and slow dancing. Slow dancing. Yeah, I guess I see it. Yeah, sure. Um, if you don't get that, I can't help you. I get it. Okay, close. You're close. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um, all right, we'll uh, we'll get rolling uh, here on, on the show. I don't want to tell you about rain um, because they're awesome. They've been great to us. Really great. They've always been really great, but they've even been greater uh, here recently. We'll tell you about that here fairly soon. Yeah. Um, I, I'll hint to you this way. Um, Rain and uh, John Edwards Travel. Uh, John Edwards with Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. They're good people. Helping us. Good folks. Getting us all set up for yep. what should be a lot of fun. We're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams natural caffeine. BCAAs. 
electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I'm giving the uh, Rain Inferno True Blue a second chance. Okay. Because I think the first time I expected a certain taste, didn't get it, and was disappointed. And now I sort of know what I'm expecting, and I expect it to be better. Okay. I'm going with the White Gummy Bear. It's also in my rotation. So, yeah, I mean, can I be taken seriously wearing this freaking giant potato uh, yes. head? Yes. Okay. It's Halloween. You're good. Right, you pay, good. You're paying up a bet. All right. It's all good. You're great. I feel, yep. I don't, I don't think I've ever dressed up for Halloween since I was like 10 years old. Well, you, 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 I am tonight. I'm trying to be, look, this new life I got going now. Yeah. I'm trying to be a good husband. So I'm, I've, I've, we're having a Halloween party at the house. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I have, um, I'm getting all in. Let's go. All right. So, uh. We'll get to all the picks and the road to Boise and stuff in a minute, but I, I think we got to start here. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, John Cohen, the new AD at Auburn, that was done on Saturday night. People can say what they want. <clears throat> uh, I had people push back on me, tell me I was wrong. I wasn't wrong. I know um, why they were telling you that now, though. I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't wrong. You were not wrong. It was done. It, it was done by 6 o'clock. I know that. Um Sourcing on that was pretty impeccable. I had to play it down because I, I had to play it down. Because How impeccable, Neil? It was right. It was perfect. Um, if I'd been on the beat, I'd have broken it. Okay, that's that's strong. Um, I'm not broken it. People on the beat were talking about it. It got out that morning. When you see a name pop out like that, right on a Saturday morning, it's not by accident. It's not by accident. And also at that point, John Cohen really can't go anywhere. That was. Locking him in, if anything else. Because at that point, what are you going to do? You're going to go be the AD at Mississippi State all day? I mean, you're either going to put out a denial that goes, oh, no, 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 or it's true. You have no wiggle room. So, But that's not the news. Brian Harson uh, fired today at Auburn. Happened a little before noon, I believe, is when it went official. He uh, coached a season and eight games at Auburn. Um, what was their record last year? Six and seven? seven? Yes, they lost the bowl game. Six and seven, so they went three and – He was nine and whatever I saw. Nine 15? and 12. 12. Nine, nine and 12. 12 in 21 games at Auburn. Um, <clears throat> before you feel terribly sorry for him, he will get $15.5 million, including $7.5 million in the next 30 days. You know, I, can I, I do want to say something, though. I don't feel bad for him. He's going to be just fine. But – just put this for the fans' perspective, because I know people inside that building. You don't hate it for the head coach. Oh, it's the other people. It's the other people. Yeah, no, no, that the, don't have big contracts. Yeah, the the guy walking with fifteen million, he's fine. Yeah, but it's the people that aren't aren't walking with yeah, fifteen. That's million. hard. And it's the people that are left behind now for a month to work. Oh yeah, and they've got to get ready for Mississippi State. At the same time, going home, and they're going home to crying kids. They're going home to a nervous wife. They're going home to, are we going to be able to pay for our mortgage? Where do we need to sell our house? What do we need to do? Can we spend money on Christmas? All that stuff. It's hard. It's, it's, it's one of the most difficult things. It's difficult. I've had to go through a couple times. It sucks. And it doesn't matter how good of a job you're doing, um, but it's just the collective, man, and it gets you and kind of is what it is. But that, I hate it for those guys. I got some close friends that are on that staff um, and wish them all the best. Sure. And I'm going to help him if I can. Um, 
because it's the nature of what this is, uh, and I never know how to do this really because I'm covering Ole Miss eight and one after beating Texas A&M on Saturday. Lane Kiffin's hot commodity. Um, two things happened. One, I knew that it was going to come up. I figured it would come up, so I just went ahead and asked. I asked him first his thoughts on a coach getting fired a year and two-thirds of the way into a second season. What does that say about that field right now? And got a pretty good answer about it's not him, it's the other people in the building you feel sorry for. And you know, he, yeah, he, gets, he gets why fans are you know bloodthirsty on this stuff, basically. He didn't use that word, but I'm, I'm, that's basically what he said. But, you know, that there's more to it than that. Um, and then I asked him later. I didn't ask him. I wasn't going to go, hey, your name's come up with Auburn. Can you comment? You have to be a little more subtle than that here on October 31st. I, I said, your name comes up on these kinds of things. It's come up a lot. It'll come up again. Is that something you have to address with your team? Is that something you have to address with recruits? And he said, I never address it with my team. Um. Yeah, you have to address it in recruiting. It gets used against you in recruiting. You have to talk about it in recruiting. Yep. Um, it was an opportunity for him. Let me be clear here. It was an indirect opportunity for him to say, look, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. He didn't do that. Does that mean he's going somewhere? It does not. But Lane Kiffin's name is going to come up at Auburn. It's come up at Auburn. I've written about this already this season. I wrote about it the week of the Auburn game, if you remember right. Yeah. Because I knew this day was coming. And here we are. Nothing I've written has changed. I still think it's an awful fit. But there, <clears throat> Brandon Marcello with 24-7 Sports. For, for the record, Brandon's a good journalist. He's a good reporter. I don't like him personally. He doesn't like me personally. Um, that's putting it mildly. Um, Damn. But I'm not going to discount his report. Now, I've run it by some people over there, and I can't get anywhere with it. Um, the people that cover Auburn for rivals, one of my very good friends, Jay Tate, who I respect professionally and personally, um, as of Saturday was still not really hearing Lane Kiffin's name. He was hearing other names, but things have gotten weird at Auburn in the last, and when I say weird, different things have changed in the last 10 days. Yeah. I was even going to go shorter than that. I was going to say five. Well, when they decided in my opinion, when everything changed, and that's why if you listened to last week when I was really pissed off, they hit the reset button about 10 days ago. They'd been going down one road for about, I don't know, what, three weeks? Is that about right? Three or four weeks? They'd been going down that, down that road. Yeah. Um, and things changed, and it started with the AD hire. Well, there'd been a lot of John Hartwell talk, and I was told this morning – that one of the things that two things hurt Hartwell. One, and look, I don't feel very comfortable doing this. So just something happened, and then there was a belief that John Hartwell was going to hire Jeff Grimes, and I think that worked against him. Um, because that's who he was directed to hire by the people. Okay. The power, the powers that be. So, same thing. And so, this is, so, are we, are we, so here's the question then, because yeah. what I'm hearing from you is correct. They went and, and the president there. Dr. Roberts. He got appointed in May of this year, so he's new. Okay, so he's new. What's his first name? Uh, doctor. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. 
Is it Michael? Maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I know it's Dr. Roberts. The president there is going to make a hire. He's hiring an AD who is not exactly a wallflower, John Cohen, the now former Mississippi State AD. John Cohen, not afraid to have an opinion, not afraid to express said opinion, kind of a strong-minded guy, a former baseball coach, the whole deal. Um, frankly, not really the kind of guy to go up to Jimmy Rain and, and, and the other people that, at Auburn, the jewelry guy, I can't think of his name, Harbert. Yeah. Not, Hart, yeah. not really the, the, to go up to those people and go, hey, what do you want me to do? I'll do it. He won't. So here's the thing then. They've put themselves in a spot where if they're going to rebuff the boosters, whoever you hire, dude, better win. Yeah, but here's the thing that's different about this one is the president had this done. Chris Roberts. Thank Chris you, Roberts. Watch. Thank you, Pocket Watch. The president, there was actually a report, I guess, was it Saturday night when it came out that they said that people were pushing back on it? Remember I told you I, I know why they were pushing back on it? I didn't know that until today, but um, when the president said he's hiring John Cohen, yeah, big boys, uh, the powers of B said, no, 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 no. Yeah, I heard about that. And then they Saturday. tried to come in, and they wanted to hire the guy that's the interim right now. That's who they wanted mm-hmm. to get the job. Well, the president said no. They, they bucked it. He said, thank you. He listened to him, but no, this is what we're doing. So I'm going to go out and vote, throw a big toast up, a rain toast to you, Dr. Roberts. It's going to take that to get that place turned around. And, look, there's a lot of, like, uh, you know how I saw some reports out there that, oh, the boosters at Mississippi State didn't like John Cohen. You damn right they didn't, because he ain't gonna put up with her shit. I like look. I like John. When you say that, what do you mean? All right, John. So I'm gonna I'm taking you back in time here, Neil. Okay. I'm at Northwestern State in 2001. John Cohen's our baseball coach at Northwestern State in Louisiana. In Louisiana, his office was literally next door to mine in that little old building we had. Um, and he left, and I think he went to Kentucky after that. I think that's where he went. I'm not mistaken. I think he went to be the head coach of Kentucky. That's I, he. He was the coach at Kentucky okay. for a long time. I know he left us to go after the baseball may, season may, to, go to, to go to Kentucky. Kentucky I think. Sure. And then uh, Gaspar, that used to be the head coach of Alabama, replaced him. Was an assistant on that staff. Uh, anyway, long story short, is look, he's going to do it his way. He's a, he's he's the right. He's got the right shit about him now. He's going to do it his way. He doesn't care what you think, and that. But that's what that place needs. So. As an Auburn person, I'm very happy. I'm extremely happy because that's what that place needs. But you get what I'm saying, right? Oh, I do. Because so, so, if, if he doesn't win, and fairly quickly now, we've established this with Harson. if he doesn't win and, and win fairly quickly, we're just going to keep repeating this. Well, I think this time it's on the president and not on the AD. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, sure. Yeah, so I think it's on the, the president's the one who actually, I did find that out today, the president is the one who fired Harson. Not Cohen. Just coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Coincidence well, of time. They weren't going to get – Cohen's not even there yet. Hey, how about this? I'm we, <laughs> John Cohen, the AD of Mississippi State, is leaving and taking a job at Auburn that travels to Startville this weekend to play. Yeah, it'll be a little awkward Saturday for this, John Cohen. I mean, five days, cuz. Going to be a little awkward. Five days. Yeah, going to be a little, do you be a little stay, weird. Do you, I guess you don't have to stay in a team hotel. I guess you can stay at home. That's, that's true. They'll save a little money right there. What AD box does he go to? The visiting or the home? Oh. Come on. You you know the answer to that. <laughs> Who does he pull for? The one that writes him the check. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, it is kind of odd, though, right? Oh, it's it's tremendously that's ha- odd. That couldn't have never happened before. 
In fact, if you told me that he was hoping this would wait another week so that they could get through that, I'd buy it. But that's not the way these things yeah. work. Yeah, but I'm, I look, I I like the guy, and I and that's the reason everybody says, oh, the booster said this. And I, I understand that there's probably some people on our stream that may have gone to the Neshoba County Fair and had a funnel cake and a beer, and some guy whose sister's mom's uncle's brother's cousin's uncle owns a furniture store that's a big booster at State that doesn't like John Cohen. But, look, the guy's a good AD. You can't say – I mean, he does it his way, and – I actually like that because people need to stay in their own lane. You know what I mean? I mean, I get it. I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just, but I've I've covered that place and I'm familiar with with the politics. I think, to some I think, degree but, we're, but I have to. So you think this is a potential crossroads? This is a crossroads. I know. I don't think it's a potential. I think it is a crossroads. I'm talking about we got so the, we got you, the guy playing the fiddle out there and everything. So what do you make of uh, Marcelo's tweet? I didn't see it. What do you say? That uh, let me see if I can quit. He's got me blocked on Twitter, so I can't. I don't have. He doesn't have me blocked. You can pull it up. What's his? What's Brandon? Right, Brandon Marcello. Yeah. What? Why do y'all have beef? Uh something that happened in the press box in 2016. We probably didn't like each other before that, but that did it. All right. Uh, which one was it referencing? He's tweeted a bunch. It's the one about Kiffin being the the the, oh. the candidate at Auburn. It was around noon today, 1 o'clock. Oh, here we go. Auburn has already zeroed in on its top target to replace uh, Brian Harson. says Brandon Marcello. The number one candidate will be Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. That's his tweet as of one hour ago. Okay. What, what do, do you, I think about that? Yeah, what do you make of that? Um, I, I agree with it. I thought they're good. Dude, they're going to go after him. I mean, and look. The reports are going to be out there. You can't avoid this. Oh, no. I've, I've said this for a while. And, like, if you're an Ole Miss fan, just buckle up. I mean, look. Yeah. And, I, and I wanna, I'm going to put on my reality glasses here, okay? Look, I really love Oxford. I really do. It's a cool place. But I don't have a fandom that I don't see reality, okay? When you go 10-2 and two at Ole Miss and you're following up, and he is legitly – look, he's two games ahead of where I thought he would be this season – and I said at the beginning of the season, if the guy wins eight games, they should build a damn statue with what I saw. And he's doing it. If he turns around and, look, he's, he's realistically – and everybody's throwing out the Alabama game. and I mean, did it, Guys, I mean, if you can run the fucking football for 500 fucking yards a week, it doesn't matter how good your defense is. Play a one-man front. I don't care. If you're running the foot, he's going to be – they're going to have a chance to win football games, and a lot of them. So the winning's not over with. The season's not over with. Your guy is going to be a candidate in every high-profile job that comes up. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, how much of it is real and how much of it is agent-pushed? Now, that's a different question. Now, how did he get that name? Me and you both know how he got that name. I, would, I can think of two routes. One, would obvi- one, one is the obvious. And then two is, you know, Marcelo has some contacts at Mississippi. I think he's more connected in Mississippi than he is at Auburn right, right there. Now. Yeah, I know that's one of them. Um, that's how he got the name. Yeah. I mean, but good look, for him. Yeah, yeah, look, when you win, you get leverage. And Lane has leverage. And people think leverage <clears throat> means just money. And it doesn't. It doesn't mean just money. And this is the part that everybody's got to get through. And i got to be careful here because I live here. Yeah. You know? And there are things that Lane Kiffin is not happy with. Yeah. Okay? There are things that he's not happy with that he hasn't been able to get changed, that he Correct. wants changed. 
and there's I'm, some things gonna, that may and, not be able to change. And there are things that might not be able to change. And, there, and it's, not, it's not NIL, okay? It's not NIL. Is he thrilled with where Ole Miss is in NIL? No, but, is he, but is, he, is he okay with where they are and what they're trying to get to? Yes. It's not just money. Look, Lane's going to get more money. Lane makes $7.5 million this year. He's going to make more money next season, period, unless he commits some crime or something. He is going to make more money, whether it's at Ole Miss or at Auburn or at Minnesota State or at ULM or wherever the hell he might go. I'm making up names at this point because I don't – the NFL. Iowa. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> He's going to make more money. He's going to make more money. If you told me that Lane Kiffin's making $10 million next year. He's going from a, from a seven-figure guy to an eight-figure guy. He's going to make a lot of money. If you told me Lane Kiffin makes $10 million next year, I totally believe it. No, he it's, is. It's not attendance. It's not babysitters. It's not attendance. I, I don't want to swim with the fishes. Yeah, I don't either. I just want to leave. I, there's, there's a, but there's a couple of things. And he would be an idiot, frankly. An idiot to come out today on Halloween and do one of two and, and say this because one of two things would happen if he says, "Look, I'm not a candidate. I'm not going anywhere. I love it here. I'm not leaving." Okay, number one, you just handed your leverage away. In, in killed the, your leverage in the event that you're planning to stay. You just gave your leverage away, and in the event that you're seriously entertaining leaving, you just lied. So don't. Instead, he did the right thing today. When you have success, your name comes up. We've, we've, we've obviously had some success. It's going to come up in recruiting. Recruiting's really competitive. People are going to say what they got to say, blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's cool. a, it's a cool. It's a no answer. It's smart, <clears throat> frankly. I did my job. I didn't ask it as directly as maybe some people would want me to ask it, but. You would I, probably think that's a great answer, except he rarely gives the cliche answers. Yeah. He intentionally said nothing. And he's a guy who typically, because just before that, he'd been asked about Jimbo before the game. And he admitted that, hey, I went and stood out there for a few minutes, and he never came up and shook my hand. And it's the first time that's happened to him. I was taught that you always shake hands and say hello and all that stuff. So, I mean, he, he, he wasn't coach speaking, and then suddenly he did. So that tells you something. Yeah. Now, but it doesn't tell you, does that mean, oh, he's going to Auburn, it's over, order your orange shirt? No, of course not. And I'll, I'll repeat what I've said about this. You and I discussed this earlier, but I think this is something I can share. Okay. I do think there are a couple of college jobs that Lane Kiffin believes are going to come open in the next few years. And that Lane Kiffin believes if he keeps winning at Ole Miss, he can get those jobs. Whether he can or can't, as I was telling you, doesn't really matter. I'm a big believer in perception and reality. Me too. If we're talking about Lane Kiffin, and so the only reality that really matters is Lane Kiffin's reality. And so what, whatever is his perception might as well be reality. Does that make sense? Correct. So I'm not sure I said that exactly right. I got but you, you get the gist. So I don't think Auburn – I don't I – I know Auburn's not one of those jobs. That is correct. So I also know that there are people around him who don't believe that Auburn is a good fit for him. Something that Jay has said uh, – Jay Tate has said about Auburn – that is also correct. That is, you know, it's not a great fit uh, culturally. Um, they're not going to make him the brand. Um, and if he, I think if he's going to go someplace where he can't be the brand, he wants to go someplace that is like super established, Alabama. If he takes the Auburn job, 
one of the jobs that I, I think he would love to have goes out the window forever. You're not going from Auburn to Alabama. Yeah, I don't think he's going to Alabama, period, but that's me. Okay. But I, that's one of the jobs. And again, that's the perception reality. What you think and what I think doesn't matter. What right. he thinks does. Yeah, doesn't make shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very true. And, and it's, not, it's not an insult to you or me. It just doesn't matter what we think. 100%. Um, and I think he thinks he's got a really good football team at Ole Miss next year. That's what I hear. Yeah. Whether he does or doesn't, it do, again, it doesn't, doesn't on, on October the 31st, 2022. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether Ole Miss will or will not be a good football team next year. He thinks they will be. That's one of the factors. Okay. Okay. Now, then you get into the money. Ole Miss can go six years total. With my understanding, the way they can do it, the state law limits you to four. There's some rollover There's stuff. something in there that lets them guarantee six. Right. Okay. So six at – Call it ten million a year. That's which, the number. Which I'm 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 going to guess that's going to be the number. And I'm going to guess that's going to stretch Ole Miss financially to a place where th- that's probably as far as they can go. Well, so, your boy Kermit Davis is going sign, <laughs> sign it, Lane. Yeah. Sign it, Lane. Kermit goes. They can't buy me out now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the rifle coach. Yeah. Sign it, Lane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, I just got a lifetime contract. I, I, I just don't. Hey, as long as Lane is here, you got a job. Yeah. Now, what happens if, you know, Auburn goes, F it. Here's 10 years, $110 million guaranteed. My dude. I mean, and, and do I think that's going to happen? I don't. But now, that's why I don't speak in the absolutes. But in a world where they did, for example. I mean, you got to. At that point, <laughs> at that point, you know, you. you look, you, if that happens, though, Neil, look, I know there's going to be the most bitter people in America around here. And this town will be hard to talk to. I'm talking about these people may go look for the tallest, the tallest building in Oxford to jump off sure. of. Sure. I've never been around any coach anywhere who's this popular. But, guys. <laughs> A hundred million dollars, man. Yeah. So if they went to say say they went to ten for one ten, at that point, I don't know how someone looks. A hundred million well, dollars. How does someone look their kids in the eye in this field? It's one of the reasons I asked the question I asked about Harson getting fired. Right. In this field, where, as you know, winning is not guaranteed. <laughs> no, it's not. Quarterbacks get hurt. But we, you're one play away. We watch stuff happen all the time, all the time. right? And in, in a world where the stakes get so high and you're supposed to go, look, look at Jimbo. You're supposed to win all these games. You get this massive con- – what if Jimbo – because here's the truth. The only thing protecting Jimbo Fisher right now is his contract. Yeah. That's it. I agree with that. Otherwise, he's fired. They're running his ass. Dan Mullen took Florida to the SEC championship game. <laughs> Three times. Stumbles and he's out, right? Yeah. So in that world where you're not guaranteed anything, and I'm sure Lane has, and Lane should have a lot of belief in his coaching ability because what he's doing at Ole Miss right now is incredible. I mean, but I don't think you got to worry about that. I think his confidence is high. Yeah, but you know, you, it would be a, a risky thing. So when people say, "Give me, tell me what's going to happen," I can't. But that's kind of the landscape that you're looking at. If it's you threw not, me a 10-year, $100 million contract, I'm just saying from a coach's standpoint. Sure. You threw me a 10-year, $100 million contract versus a six-year, $60 million contract, dude, you can't – I mean, you got to take it, the $100 million. And And here's the thing, I just want to say this too, is a lot of people get pissed off about that. But if they were put in the exact same position, they'd do the same thing. 
the and, question that the question that he would have, and he would have to add. This is a coach who just went ran a fake punt on fourth and four in the second quarter on, from his own. He 16. was not. He was not worried about his job security. Yeah. He's, my point is that this is a guy who's not afraid to bet on himself. The question he would have, and this would be the question that he would have, is do I believe that I can stay as hot here as I am now for another 12 months, another 24 months? Because one of two things at that point happens, right? I've always said this. You want to hang on. When you have someone you want, you want to hang on for as long as you can because that means one of two things is happening. Either they're starting to really like it and think, hey, you know what? I never came here thinking I would stay forever, but maybe I'm going to. Or they're winning. And when they leave, you try to follow the blueprint as closely as you can. And I realize that replacing Lane Kippen at, at Ole Miss is not going to be fun for whoever has to do it whenever that time comes. Dude, they could call me and I'd tell them to go kick rocks. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you can't. Like, it, following him right now, if he left, first of all, and I've told you this, before, I don't mind telling fans. I don't give a shit. Look, guys, the, here's the truth, and I know it's going to break some hearts. He's as hot, his name right now, as we're talking today on whatever date today is, in Oct- oh, it's October 31st, is as hot as it will ever be here. It's hot. It's hot. I've I mean, got- what's the next step? What makes it hotter? Let's talk. Uh, getting to Atlanta. And at Look, point, I'm just I, calling I, I, it like I'm, it is. That's I'm, a difficult freaking it task. It is. I'm just done. I'm done because betting. Because if it against, was easy, I'm done somebody would have already done it. Yes, right? I'm done betting against the guy. Right. Yes. But I'm not betting against him either. Look, no, but, but I don't, we don't, look, Lane and I, we're not like the closest friends. Sure. But you may tell you what I do do. I respect the hell out of him as a football coach. Of course. He is an elite, and I said it when he got the job, he is an elite offensive mind. I'm talking about the one of the, I mean, he's a top five, if not one of the better offensive minds yeah. that I've ever been around. Now we'll we'll still, we'll cut it out right there, but look, the guy can coach fucking football, man. And the interesting thing to me, I want, have you thought about this? Because I hadn't until you just brought that up a second ago, and it got me thinking. We were talking about the six years and all that stuff. If Ole Miss were to stretch and go ten, mm-hmm. this place would put in one of the most massive buyouts you've ever seen in your life for him to leave. If he signs a ten million dollar deal here. Well, it would be a massive deal. I don't think they I would think, stretch that much I unless think, he did it. I think the way you would keep him, though, the way that you would do it is that you would you would work out a very specific buyout. NFL I mean, or, or the two jobs that we were talking about. I don't earlier. think that's an unreasonable ask, though. If you're going to uh, pay somebody $10 million, because I guarantee you if he goes and takes another job for $10 million, it's going to have that language in it. Sure. Right? I don't think it's, sure. I think it's fair I mean, to You make it where, look, here's the deal. Like, in, a, in, a, in a hypothetical world where Lane Kiffin is the next coach at Alabama, in a hypoth- I know you don't think it's even possible, and that's fine. It doesn't matter. In a hypothetical world, and for, for what it's worth, if you made me bet today, I'd bet on Dan Lanning all day. Yeah. But if you told me it was Kiffin – and I told you it was Kiffin. If the football gods dropped in here and said, the guy who replaces Nick Saban, happy birthday, by the way, Coach Saban. 71. The guy who replaces Nick Saban is Lane Kiffin. The one thing you would immediately say is, holy damn, Ole Miss kept winning. They kept winning big. They did something big. Maybe they beat Alabama. They did whatever. They got to a place where Alabama said, you know what? He might not be perfect, but he's perfect enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is, like, can he get to that point? Because it didn't happen in this year. Nick's not retiring this year. So, I say that. I'll be the, the, I'll be the hot take that says he doesn't retire, he'll retire. Um, but, look, his name, the bottom line is, is his name's going to float. As long as he's winning here, yeah, sure. his name's going to float. And guess what? If he doesn't go to Auburn, 
and he stays here. Guess what's going to happen in Janu- on Black Monday in January? His name's going to pop up with some NFL his jobs. His name's going to pop up for NFL jobs. I'll just tell it now since we're talking about it. I fully anticipate his name. His name, whether it's real or not, I have no idea. But I fully anticipate his name's going to pop up with, with the Carolina Panthers. 100%. I mean, I'd be shocked. 100% I expect it to pop up. Behind the scenes, his name got some traction with the Minnesota Vikings last year. Was it ever real? I don't have any idea. Right. I know some NFL people. I asked them. It never had any traction with them. Here's the other thing, too, and you just made me think about this. You know who the basketball coach at Auburn is right now that has a lot of pull? It's Bruce Pearl. You know who he coached with at Tennessee and was really good friends with? Was he there with Kiffin? Oh, yeah. They're boys. How about that? Very similar. That may – there may be some smoke to that fire if that's the case. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll, There's going to be some smoke. We're going to follow it. There may um, be some smart sparks. But if you put a gun to my head, I still think the end of the day, I think the biggest danger is the NFL. If you just made me put a gun to my head. If you asked me. $100 million, if that was the number, if you gave me a $10 million, if they they come with him with a 10-year, $100 million contract, all guaranteed, like, dude, I mean, that's a lot. And I don't, you know, and I don't know how, given what people see, here's the thing, right? There would be some pushback in a in a room at Auburn inside the athletics building. Yeah, it would, won't be easy. Somebody would go, wait, 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 hold up. I, I get it that right now he's hot as a firecracker. I get it. But we're watching this thing at Texas A&M, right? We're watching this thing implode at Texas A&M, and the guys got we're, – are we going to hand this guy all the leverage? And what if he, what if he doesn't win? I mean, because if I'm sitting in the room at Auburn, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying it out loud. I get that we're gambling that Nick Saban's 71 and is on his way out, but guys, he doesn't look 71. He doesn't act 71, and they hadn't stopped winning yet. They've lost one time this season to a really, really good team on the road, and they damn near won that. Should have won it, yeah. So I'm just not prepared. They were kick away, right? The kid makes the kick. They win the game. Everybody goes home unhappy, and we're talking about Alabama, not Tennessee right now. And that's not to take anything away from Tennessee, but it's just to point out that the idea, as you jokingly said so many times, that Alabama's just done is stupid. Oh, and by the way, guys, Kirby Smart's over here, and they're rolling through everything like a rolling ball of butcher knives over here. And no one we, – we're not touching them. We're not even competitive with them right now. So what if – just what if? What if that's a program thing for a little while? And he comes here and – Harson just went nine and what do we say? Nine and twelve. Nine and twelve. Nine and twelve, and they're probably going to drop two or three of their last four games. There's nothing that indicates that. Oh yeah, I say this just because Auburn wants one big doesn't mean it will always win big. Yeah, Nebraska and, says hello. And so you know, you you have to ask those questions before you give somebody a one hundred million dollar deal. And if you told me that Lane Kiffin's the coach at Auburn next, I will tell you it's because they gave him some in- incredible guarantee on a deal that is is generational wealth and again if it's just money it's my opinion if it's just money i won't be surprised if he bets on himself for a little while here but what i from what i know but there's gonna be some things that are gonna come up he's got leverage and he'd be a fool in these four weeks if he if if he wants to stay here or if he's even entertaining the idea of staying here for another year or two years or four years He'd be a fool not to use that leverage. Yeah, and look, he's smart now. 
Like he's Rain Man smart. And here's here's the thing is, I don't know. We say it's just money. Da da da. Like, dude, we're sitting here getting ready to run off Jimbo. And two years ago, the whole Texas A&M family was having a meltdown because he was about to leave to go to LSU. Like, two years ago, last November. Yeah, but was it last year? Yeah. So my point is this, is that it can change over that's my, that's my point. And so if, if you get a chance in coaching, and if you're a young coach out there, I know we got a lot of young coaches listening because I know some staffs that do, and they're at like Sunbelt schools. If you get a chance. Thank you, Kane, for the big win, by the way. I bet on you. You did it. I appreciated you. I knew. I knew. We're going to talk about it in a minute. I just want you to know, Kane, you and me, you and me, I, I, he didn't bet on you. I actually, did. I did. It was one of my few I, games yeah, I won personally. He didn't do it publicly. I bet on you because I believed in your culture. <laughs> I believed in it. I knew what was coming, and you guys kicked that ass in the rain. The rain. The All rain. All the rain. Attaboy. <laughs> they did. They you know what? Them. You're the McCready Media <laughs> Team of the Week. <laughs> Kansas State quick you Team of the Week this week. Kansas State top ten win. How about oh my that? God. How about that? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> So anyway, I anyway. mean that's that's your Lane Kiffin Auburn update. Yeah, but you just got like, dude, you got if you're a young coach, you're out there, and the big check comes, take the big check. Yeah, you can't be. You well, can't. Well, not. Now, now the young coach that's out there, right? That's like, hey, you know what? I, I saw what Billy Napier did. For every one Billy Napier, for every one Billy Napier, there's ten of that cat at Charlotte. Yeah, dude, I just got to be careful now when they when when, know, when the big dude. when the when the Big Ten SEC job comes your way. And look, y'all may be mad at Lane, but Can't if Lane be. gets a $100 million check, I may go help him move his shit. I mean, $100 million? But my point, you understand my point. We're, we're, beating, around, we're, we're beating it to death, but in today's environment, given what we're seeing at Texas A&M right now, it's a risk that I don't know how many schools will take because you are locking yourself into a guy. And what if it doesn't work? And you do have to talk about what if it doesn't work. You do. Somewhere in that room, someone's got to go, hey, what if this doesn't work? No, but you got what you call it, hand raised guy, right? You got to have that person in the back yeah. of the room that goes, we're seeing it, what's happening at Texas A&M, right? Because it, this could so easily be us. Yeah. If you're at an SEC place and you're seeing what's happening at College Station, when you get through making fun of the cult and the rings and the, and the guy cheerleaders and all the goofy-ass shit that they do, when you get through with that, you got to go, hey, you know that could be us right now too, right? We, we could do something that stupid. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Auburn's collective has $11 million in it. I found that out today. Like, uh, about, that's what I was on the phone with when I pulled up. It's a good number. Yeah. Not but, a, we, you know, we didn't know. We were like, what are yeah. they doing? They have $11 million in their collective account. That's official. Like, yeah. it don't get no better net sourcing right there, boss. Let's yeah. just put it like that. Okay. <clears throat> You'll pay some bills, and then yeah. it's time to pay my debt. Yeah. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus in fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Also, let Walk-Ons take care of all your tailgating needs this season. Inquire today about their family and friends bundles, the tailgate platters. Order online at walkons.com or on their convenient Walk-Ons app. Visit their Walk-Ons today in Oxford or Ridgeland. If you're uh, looking to watch World Series tonight, uh, getting away from the trick-or-treating, or or, um, this weekend coming up, you got World Series, you got all the college football, you got another NFL slate later this month. I think it's three weeks from 
today? We got our Bengals on the night too. Bengals on the night. Three weeks from today, um, World Cup starts. America plays Wales. Stop. Stop. You're not going to make fun of it. You're not. You're sitting over there wearing a football suit. <laughs> you look like a damn painted potato. Hey, we're making multi-purpose this son of a bitch. I'm telling you, I may need it because this shit's warm. Does this count as a short sleeve shirt? Um, that's creative. Yeah, you could. Pull, I might multi-purpose pull this that thing. off. Um, if someone were to ask me, I will say this because someone mentioned the NIL thing. Look, I, I'm not going to ever be the guy that tells people how to spend their money. I'm just not. If 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 I'm an Ole Miss fan, I'm. You, you gotta have you, you gotta have a strong NIL game going. You just do. Where's that? Whether it's for Lane Kiffin or for whoever replaces Lane Kiffin, whether that's in a month or in ten years, the way this is going, you gotta have a strong NIL game going. Yeah. But for the record, the thing I'm referencing is not NIL. Yeah. And no, I'm not gonna do it. And you can call me whatever word you want to call me, but I live here. My kids live here. All right. Uh, I'll be going to walk on. My wife works here. <laughs> I'm going to walk on Thursday night. Chargers football game on. Uh, they play Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. loser leave town oh, match. Yes. Loser leave town match. They got to win to get in the playoffs. That was good news for me because it moved. Uh, yeah, Oxford got a big win over Grenada, right? Yeah, big win. They big play win Madison great. Central. Madison Central at home. Oh, Thursday night. Big so game. We'll be lit. Probably. I probably exactly. I'll leave the show on Thursday. Go Head to walk ons crush. Yeah. And then walk across the street. That's okay. probably what my Thursday will look like. I'll be at that stadium tomorrow night and Wednesday night. Okay. Got a little OHS Charger soccer. How's Carson doing? It's good. They didn't get to play Saturday because Caledonia was afraid of the weather and didn't come up. It turned out to be a good move because they would have been driving back into some nasty weather. By the way, if you're, down, if you're listening to us and you're down on the, in Mobile, that area, hopefully uh, you guys got through all that nasty weather the other night. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. They had tornadoes and stuff. Did they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, let's talk. <clears throat> All right, the road to Boise. The road to Boise, which, uh, look, I'll call a spade a spade. First of all, when I let's talk about my shitty-ass performance. Okay. All right, so, look, I lose on here. I have five and six weeks every once in a while. One, this was a bad week for me. I went four and seven. But usually, you know, personally, I've only had one week all year that I actually lost money on. I had like a, I was down two units one weekend. I had a bad week on here. I could not win a bet on Saturday and or Sunday because some of the ones that you got backdoored on, because I like some of your picks, and so I was like carrying with it. Well, imagine this. Every pick that you lost, sir, I also lost personally, so I probably <laughs> jinxed you. I didn't bet any of your winning picks. Well, now I know who to blame. Yeah, I, I just got my freaking face kicked in. And then to top it off last night, I pressed it up and took the Buffalo Bills Ooh, minus number, 10. Why don't you call me? I'm, I've been really good on these NFL games. I've kind of, if you'd have called me, I would have I've said. I've done great in the NFL until this week. I would have said, Tyler, leave that game alone. The line's too big. I would have left it alone Buffalo, if I didn't get my teeth kicked in the whole day. Buffalo's been, they get ahead and they. They, they were kind of, fine. They, they were going to cover, and Homie throws a freaking pick they, they on play, first and goal. They play with their food a little bit. <clears throat> anyway, I went four and seven. I lost three units. So my overall record is falling back to even, baby. 46, 46, and two, but I'm up plus 1.03 units uh, for the year. My man, Neil. Yes, sir. Goes seven and four. 
plus 3.5 units, we had a massive swing there. Because I, I hit my money you line. You hit your money line. I hit Louisville. Louisville was uh, plus 150. Louisville was good, good to me. Thank you, Cardinals. So you are now 49-43-2 at plus 8.4 units, which is really good, by the way. I'm actually low-key impressed. Um, that's good by any standards. Um, and you lead our competition by 7.37 units. So what I'm trying to say is – You know, here's the thing. Boise, <laughs> look, if you're a meteorologist out in Boise, Idaho, I would really prefer the sun to be out – at 2.30 in the afternoon and potato time, whatever time y'all go by out there. and I haven't ordered a jacket yet, but I've seen one that I like. Dude, <laughs> I am uh, – I'm – I got a shit – you know, it's not – it's the fourth quarter. So let's go through your picks, though, real quick. All you, right, we'll you, go through mine. You had Cincinnati. We, had bo- Cincinnati. we both had both Cincinnati. Both had Cincinnati. And, and, and uh, we plus were, two. We were in good shape there. We would have been in really good shape if they hadn't had to go to the backup quarterback who's better than he the starter. He was spinning it all over the lot. He's better than the starter. He Sorry. just can't leave the – he doesn't leave the pocket as well and can't run Gus's stuff, but he he spun it what forced and threw it, them. It forced them to do some other things. Yeah, some other things that Cincinnati wasn't prepared for. You had Arkansas minus three and a half. I actually had that one. You, you you were there. That, that was I good. I knew that was going to happen. You were off to a good start. And then I dominated this next one. I had Florida plus 22 and a half against Georgia. I had that the whole way. There was never a concern there. <laughs> they went by 22. Somebody uh, somebody tweeted at us and said that that half a point's never meant so yeah. much. I mean, dude, Vegas pretty good on that one. You had South Carolina minus four. All right, let's talk about this. This is where your day began to unravel. Yeah, this is where I was good. I felt good in the morning. Uh, the two two thirty ons where my shit started to fall apart. South Carolina, going into the last drive, had a hundred and like eighty nine yards of offense before they got the ball at the end of the game. They finished with like two oh three in the entire game. I know you, I, I did watch a little bit of your show bad. this morning. The quarterback's bad. He's Offensive bad. line, quarterback, receivers, but the quarterback's everybody. Bad. And when the quarterback's just bad, you, there's nothing you can do. You can't in today's football. You can't overcome bad quarterback play, dude. It's unbelievable. Like, how do you have a hundred and eighty in today's football? One hundred and eighty-nine yards of offense because you can't throw the ball against Missouri. I don't. Missouri's run defense is good, so the only way you beat them is to throw it. Oh, that's why I took in Neil's picks. I had Missouri plus the points. This was not a good matchup. I mean, just, oh, my God! When you do the schedule game on South Carolina, they've been very fortunate. I know, but damn. I know, but you got to do the schedule game when you're but, doing when But you, damn. I, I'm trying to help you. When, you. when you're this time of the year, don't look at the records unless you do the schedule game. I don't look at the record. I watch the games. Then, then you sh- should have known better than this. Have you watched Missouri play football? Yes, yes. I watched Missouri play Georgia. I watched Missouri. But was that more of Georgia or more Missouri? I don't know, but I also watched South Carolina play Georgia. And I know what I saw. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. That's the, is that Brandon's girlfriend trying to call you on your cell phone? No, it was actually <laughs> fellow journalist. All right. Um, yeah, that was bad. And then this one, I was all over this next one. I can't believe I was so close to this one. I had Kentucky plus 12 and a half. Well, you had company. It, it almost hit. <laughs> yeah. It almost hit. Like in pregame, yeah. it almost hit. They were right there. And then once the ball was kicked, it was over. I was like, oh, my gosh. A couple things from that game just to touch on real yeah. quick. Will Levis was bad. And Tennessee – he, was, he didn't play well, and he didn't have a lot of help that wasn't playing well. So, it was a double bad. That's, that's going to haunt him now. That's going to cost him some money. Tennessee, on the other hand. Hey. Hey. Hey, look. They've now played LSU and Kentucky and just demolished. Not just beat them. Beat them up. They're physical. They're getting better on defense. Hooker is – Hooker is one good game away from wrapping the Heisman up. Breaking news. Breaking news. Sure. On Thursday, on Make It Rain Thursday, I'm locking it in right now. My money line is going to be the Tennessee Vols over Georgia. Locking it in. I don't do SEC games, but there are a couple of SEC games. It's like plus 250. Yeah, what's the Vandy money line? Because I liked it. I, I'm just gonna tell you, I, I, I think, I think that could happen. The Vandy. Sometimes I don't have them out yet. Let me see on this one. Uh, and then you also had Washington State. All right, so you had the Washington State. Did you money watch the line. game stay up at all, or did you go to bed? Which one? The Washington State game. Uh, we were doing the show Saturday night. We had we had UCLA and somebody on, and we had San Diego State that crazy game against. Uh, it came on nine. Fresno. No, I don't guess we saw that one. Uh, Vandy's plus two twenty two. Okay, not, um, that's not a terrible bargain. That's not a terrible value there. Spencer said, "Congrats, Georgia." <laughs> hey, you're probably right, Holmes. 
I want. I'm emotionally hedging this one. I'm pulling for Georgia. I want Georgia to win. Quick, you client. Quick, you client. A lot of friends. Sure. Want them to win, but dude, there's only so much short sleeve shirts I can wear to go to Boise. Um, um, I mean, how many times are you gonna get the probably the number one team in the country? I imagine after the rankings come out tomorrow. Um, how many times are you gonna be able to get the number one team in the country as nine point dogs? Now it is gonna be different playing there. If this game were in Neyland, I'd be like, ooh, because I'm not sure. Here's the thing. I'm not sure anybody was beating them on Saturday night in Neyland. Well, dude, the other thing is is this, they just went against the same defense two weeks ago and put up whatever 50 points. So that's why. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Herbie and Nick were on the same defense. Uh, and then your pro games, you had Ravens well, hang, minus hang two. On, hang on one second. You covered this game, too, because it's going to kill out, kill two birds with one stone. Washington State. All right. Did you, did you stay up and watch this game? Thursday night, no. Washington State had every chance. No, no, freaking I did. That was thir- Thursday night. Thursday yes. night. Yes, I did. They had every chance to win this game. Yeah. I have never seen more just bad football IQ on the players. It's like fourth and three. I just appreciated them covering the line. Yeah, it's fourth and three. And the guy's got the first down, decides to run sideways and get tackled for a one-yard loss. Like, I don't even understand what they were doing. They had every chance to win that game. They didn't. Piss me off. And you covered, so it was a double. Yeah. So my college games, I had Washington State covering, and they did. I had Cincinnati, they did not. I had South Alabama, Lane, I mean, I came. Thank you, my man. Hey, big deal. Hey, bowl eligible for the first time since we were there together last time. Is that right? Yeah. That's, oh, they're, and, not, they're not done winning. Hey, by the way, he's won more games this year than the staff after us won their all years combined. Not surprised. And then I got Baylor. Baylor, I had Baylor plus two, and I could have. I could have. Like, le- you didn't even sweat that one. Oh, no. I, my wins, I didn't sweat. You and then sp- West Virginia, I'm still pissed off. Dude. All right. So I bet this per I rode with you on this one. Still pissed off. All right. I, I had a unit on it. I had it. It was over, and they jump off sides. It was well, over. You don't even, at that time, like, look, when you see the guy jump off sides in that situation, the, the quarterback should just take a knee or, or spike it because the game's over with. Okay. So you got the first down, take a knee, and get out of here. Because you don't want to get anybody hurt or anything like that. Players like uh-huh, have a chance to run it up. Chunks a go ball. Yeah, because what if a safety runs over and intercepts it? Well, no, you, it's, well, it's, it's, a, free it's a free play. play. That's right. But you don't want to get hurt. hurt. Right, right, right. And so you just take a knee and be done with it. Oh, I'm still pissed off. That that has to be one of the worst beats of all time. And then I had Louisville with the money line, and they destroyed Wake. Wasn't so, even close. I mean, I had. How about one. my boys at Wake? Because I was now at this point, I'm pulling against you because I needed units. Yeah. Seven turnovers in the second half alone. Yeah, did you see their drive chart for the second half? It's like a nightmare. It's a coach's nightmare. It's like pick six, punt, punt, interception, fumble, fumble, punt. It's a nightmare. Dude, seven turnovers. I don't know if I've even heard of that happening before. I was upstairs on the Peloton at that point cheering for Louisville. Carson walks in like, What's, what, what, what are we doing? Because like, I'm going crazy with Louisville and – I said, Satterfield needed that one, too. I said road to Boise, and he's like, oh. Big one for Satterfield and the boys at Louisville. Big one. And then in the NFL, you had Ravens uh, minus two. You got that one. You missed on the Giants. Uh, you missed on the Jets. New York was not good to you. You got the Titans, even with the third-string quarterback, so kudos. They dominated that game. And then you had over – you had the under 42-and-a-half on Bears and Cowboys. Ugh. It Oof. was over at halftime. Yeah. Now, how is that possible? You had two great defenses, and then all of a sudden it looked like you were out there with – I don't know that I'd call the Bears' defense great. They're better than average. But they just traded one of their better players. And then you got a shitty-ass offense on the other side that decided to show up. It looked like it looked like the Chiefs versus uh, 
Tom Brady in his prime at New England. They were just going up and down the field on each other. It was insane. Uh, I had Jacksonville minus two and a half. Had it till the end. Had Cowboys minus nine and a half. Walked with that one. It's cruised. Had 49ers minus a point and a half. Cruised. Dude. I had Saints plus a point. Everybody made fun of me. Everybody, me. everybody made fun of me. They said, oh, you're crazy. Grind was in here making fun of me. Everybody said, oh, you're giving it away. 24 to nothing. 24 to nothing. I took that personal. Just want you to know. I took that personal. Saints, <sighs> New Orleans Saints, you're my N- McCready Media NFL Team of the Week. Make sure you bet on them this week, too. I want you to consider your team. Make sure you bet on them. Oh, my team is the Cowboys, apparently, because I've been <laughs> riding them, and they just they just keep on going. <laughs> All right. Because I'm kind of – there's a lot of cowboy in me, if you think about it. Like, look at me. I kind of look like a cowboy. When we go to Boise, <laughs> while you're freezing your ass off, I'm going to get a cowboy <laughs> hat and one of the big ranching jackets. You'd be warm. Have some boots. Chaps. Hey, dude. Dude, do we go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing chaps. Hey, can we – you want to add something to the loser? And go uh, assless chaps. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I think I'm. Oh, I just got lightheaded. Oh. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the Biden administration. <laughs> oh, hey, Tyler's the one person that believes Paul Pelosi. So we're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. And then I had Colts minus three, and I was right there. And then the Commanders took it away. Yeah, that was tough. Um, did you see the Falcons Carolina game yesterday? I did not. All right, I was watching. Uh, I actually had to get out of the house at noon because I was having such severe. No joke, my writer's block was so bad that I was getting. Is like, that when I text you said you were walking? Mm-hmm. Is that why? Yeah, I had to get. I had to go get away because I, I. I was. It was so bad that I was getting nervous. That happens to me about twice a year, where I just can't make myself right. I can't think. I can't do it. I was tired. I didn't feel good Saturday. And I just got up, and I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here. And I, I, I walked, and I listened, to, uh, I listened to American Scandal. I got away from football. Didn't even think about football. Came back, and it was gone. I just, boom, started writing. Well, I mean, it works. Yeah. All right, so DJ Moore for the Panthers. I mean, there's like 20 seconds left. They throw up a prayer, and – he catches uh, like a 65-yard bomb to go up. They were down 16 to 10. All right? Okay. Throws up P.J. Walker running around. Oh, I did see Throws this. up a bomb. And he took his helmet off. Takes his helmet time. off, jumps in there. They call for excess, excessive celebration. So now the extra point is a 48-yard field goal. And he missed it and just missed wide it left. Wide left. They go to overtime. Cuz misses another like a chip shot, like a 30-yard field goal. Oh, no. And the Falcons come down and kick field goal and beat them. How about that? Now, on the one hand, I was very excited because DJ Moore's on my fantasy team, so that was a big <laughs> – that helped me a little bit. But just bad ball there. Um, and then we kind of skipped over it, but, dude, McCaffrey at San Francisco changes the game. He looked like a dude yesterday. Only one of ten players to throw, run, and receive a touchdown in the game yesterday. How about that? First one since, like, 2005, since LaDamian Tomlinson did, did it. Back in the day. How about that? How about that? I mean, it is what it is. All right. Uh, we're also brought to you by our friends. i got to get to the right screen here. We're good. Our friends at Clean Side Wipes. It's uh, Enlist approved. 
kills COVID in 30 seconds. It's the only one on the market that does that. Broad spectrum, hospital grade, antimicrobial efficacy, citric acid base, no harsh chemicals, simple one step, no rinse cleaning, disinfecting. Removes film left over by harsh chemicals such as ammonia, bleach, and alcohol. Clean side has the lowest toxicity rating allowable by the EPA, which means it poses the lowest risk to the health of employees, patients, students, customers, or the environment. Clean side, I'm sorry, citric acid based clean side germicidal wipes deliver powerful efficacy against pathogens without the potential harmful effects of other chemical disinfectants. And it comes in an easy to use wipe. It's great for schools, daycares, nurseries, hospitals, long term care facilities, office buildings, households, and more. It's available in the wipe and also in a ready-to-use spray. For quantity size details, contact our guy Todd Abbott at wipesandgloves at gmail.com. That's W-I-P-E-S-A-N-D, gloves at gmail.com. Hey, by the way, so Saturday night, I caught uh, the end of the postgame show. Oh, with Claire? Dude, I... Where she goes, who are you? I just started. I was, I, I was like, you know, I haven't been drinking, but it's time. I don't know if I've been. I've laughed as hard as I've laughed. We can. It, I really regret what I really regret from that show is that when she said that, I said, I wanted to say, Chase, take over for a minute, and I was just going to go get bourbon and just say, you know, I don't feel like drinking. I don't need to drink, but at this point, it's time, dude. It it made me. I was laughing so hard. Her and then what's my other dude that called in from time to time, Sean? Yeah. We could get Claire and Sean to call in. So it should be a weekly segment. It'd be freaking great. That would be. Hopefully hear from Claire again. Yeah, maybe she'll call back. I wonder if she listens to our show. I'll be disappointed if she doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> we sound, <laughs> I think we would appeal to her, to her senses. I, it feels that way. <laughs> All right. Um, Got a weekend full of games Yeah, let's talk up. about this. Yeah. And then uh, we may have a minute or two to talk about some ghost stories that I promise. All right. Um, <laughs> the guy that at first I was like, "Is he riding a horse?" And it was he was it was this dog. Dude, it was freaking the most bizarre thing I've ever heard in my life. I was I was I one of our people in the thread guessed though right away. Ralph that said that's a dog chewing a bone, and it was that's what it was. I was I was astonished because I was like half lit, half not, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" All right, so uh, you want to start before we move on? You want to talk a little bit about the Ole Miss A&M game? Uh, Drew wants you to, so sure, why not? All right. Um, I kind of feel like I've talked, you talked about it. I'll say my part. It. You've talked about it enough. You'll probably talk about it all week and the next week and everything else. Um, was really uh, – dude, Quinshawn Junkins is a horse. He rode him. Um, really impressed with that he's, kid. He's special. He's special. He's a dude. Um, contract year. His, his, <laughs> talking, about, talking about somebody getting a raise yeah. uh, one way or another. A raise and, and – I would hope an insurance policy. Yeah, they usually don't get them as freshmen. I've only heard of one person. I think Ely got one as a freshman because well, he, quali- he had baseball stuff. He qualifies. Yeah, he's, this this he's kid, a, this kid, is, this kid's an NFL. He'll get some. He'll get insurance. He's an NFL star. Um, but was really uh, impressed how they were able to run the ball against A and M. A lot of people haven't been able to do that, and they did it. So that was impressive. Uh, defensively, is it is what it is, okay? You, you know, you keep – there's only so many times you can look at a zebra and say it doesn't have stripes. Okay, every SEC game that they've played, they've given up a, a lot. Of, and it may be – I have to look and go fact check it, but it may be the highest SEC point total the other team has of the year. 
Um, so you're going to give up points in this league. It just is what it is at this point. I don't know if there's any fixing it. There's no scheme, players, anything else that will fix that. You're going to give up points. But, look, like I said earlier, if you can run the ball that effectively, you'll have a chance in every single ball game that you that you play. Uh, Jackson Dart didn't get a lot of pub. Jackson Dart played really well um, in that game. 80-some-odd plays, no turnovers. Yeah, he made a few a few throws. You're like, eh. But, but for the most part, he did a great job, and he's done. He's put. He's stacking weeks now, right? Yeah. And to me, he's an impressive kid. Yeah. To me, he hasn't really. He had that one drive in LSU. He had a couple things in the LSU game because he was getting throttled. Any quarterback in America, you see what happens to any see quarterback. All the time. You see, see the great ones. You see NFL guys yeah. when they're getting hit all the time. Everything just it's, goes to hell. It's tough. Um, but he's he's gotten better. Really, I guess after the Kentucky game. The Kentucky game was the last time I looked and I said, you know what, this guy's young. He's not ready yet. Ever since the Kentucky game, he's really had a really good. I mean, done what you need him to do. Yeah, sure. All right. No, he's been he's been he's had he had a couple of bad throws against Vanderbilt, and really since then he hasn't made mistakes. Yeah. So, but I, I think he's done a he's done a really good job. Um, but defensively, it kind of is what it is. You're going to have high scoring games. Um, I think you're going to get points scored on you the next three games that go out there. It's just a matter if you can outscore them or not. Um, and I think in I mean, I'm not ready to throw away throw away next week. I mean, I think that I know a lot of fans are just ready to give bygones bygones. But look, if you can run the ball like that against Alabama, you're going to have a chance. Hey, a little uh, breaking NFL news, not to interrupt you, but I like uh, the Bears have agreed to trade linebacker Roquan Smith to the Baltimore Ravens. A person with knowledge of the deal, but not authorized to speak publicly, has confirmed to the Athletic. Uh, really? Yeah, they're just freaking burning it down. Well, look, they're not winning right now. And if you're not winning right now and you have guys who have value, you're crazy not to accrue picks. But, dude. But they weren't going to keep Roquan Smith. So, I mean, I'm assuming they get another third or fourth round pick out of this. And I bet the, you get something higher than that, don't you think? I don't know. They got a fourth for uh, the, the defensive end the other day. Quinn. How many years does he have left on his contract? Two? This is his second year or third year? Smith, the two-time Pro Bowler, has uh, started every game for the Bears this season. The linebacker uh, held in prior to the season as he sought a new contract from Chicago. However, he ended his hold, eventually participating in training camp, announced he would play out the remainder of his contract, which expires at the end of the 2022 season. So oh, yes. they got something for uh, – They they weren't going to be able to hold on to him. They cashed, she, he's gonna get paid. cashed in an asset. Yeah, of course. It's great. And he doesn't Smart. go to Baltimore unless they agree they're going to pay for him. At the end of the year, they're not going to take. They're not going to give up equity. I, I would assume. Yeah, I would assume. He's a dude, man. He's so a baller. If you're the Bears, you're smart to accumulate picks. Yeah, they Pick, picks are four are probably high. I imagine they'll probably get a maybe a five, a six. But you can take you know a couple of fives, I mean a couple of fours and a five, and move up into the second round for somebody that you. Yeah, have. you can use that right, for equity sure. later. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. Um, I interrupted you. Go ahead. I don't you, were talking, you were talking about Ole Miss's defense. Yeah, look, it is what it is at this point in time. If they can, if they can run the football, I mean, that's basically what you got to look for from here on out. If they can effectively run the football against the team that they're going to play, they're going to be in every game. Listen, I anticipate that they're going to be in the Alabama game. I do too, um, and I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm in the minority on this. Apparently, are there, you? There are no. What I was going to say is, there's a lot of people who do this. They're going to lose that Arkansas thing. And I don't think they're losing at Arkansas. Now, look. It's just going to be like last year or whatever it was. Here's the thing. You've now seen them give up 28 to Vanderbilt. You've seen them give up 34 to um, Auburn. 
and 28 to Texas A&M. None of those three teams are offensive juggernauts. So at this point, like you were saying, it's the zebra. You can look at the zebra and see the stripes and go, that's a giraffe. No, it's a zebra. They're, Ole Miss is going to give up points. They're going to yep. give up yards. They're going to give up points. They just are. That's probably not changing. Correct. So Arkansas, with that running game that they have with Jefferson and Sanders. They look good. And, 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 and they have a really good offensive front. They've got just enough weapons outside that you have to pay attention to it. They have some change of pace, guys. They're going to put up 500-ish yards against Ole Miss. Tyler, they are. Yeah. On the flip side, All three teams I, think, I think Ole Miss can get 600 <clears throat> yards of offense in Fayetteville. Yeah. So I think Ole Miss is going to win there. I do. And then I think Ole Miss is going to beat State. If they can run the football effectively like they did, like every time they went, look, when they, when they win – they run the ball effectively. The only way that Ole Miss loses in Arkansas, is my opinion. Yeah. Now, they flirted with this against Texas A&M, right? Jordan Watkins fumbled a punt. Yep. You know, say he doesn't recover that. Um, Ole Miss had three fumbles, recovered them all on Saturday. Say that you missed two of those or three of those. You do that in Fayetteville, I don't think you're going to be able to stop them enough where the turnovers will get you beat. So, let me look. So, if – Something happens if the football gods came down and said, "Hey Neil, guess what? Arkansas won by ten. What do you think happened?" The first word that would come to mind is, "Oh, they turned it over, huh?" And then I think the football gods would go, "Yeah, four times." Yeah, you can't. I mean, any t- does that make sense? Yeah, when you run the football like Ole Miss is running the football, you also another thing besides turnovers that will kill you. And I don't think Ole Miss can afford to do this. And if you look at Ole Miss's drives, you'll see this. Yeah. They can't afford to get holding calls and get first and twenty. You know, you you got you. No, you got to stay in front of the chains. Got to stay in front of the chains. So holding yeah. penalties, being disciplined, all those things apply. Because I don't know, like to that point, you know, I don't with Alabama and Gibbs and and Bryce Young and just their ability. Yep, their ability to uh, run the football. They're going to give Ole Miss problems yep. offensively, but I think Ole Miss can. Ole Miss has moved the football on everyone they've played, so I think they'll move it on Alabama too. Yeah. Um, all right, some games this week. Obviously, Tennessee at Georgia. I mean, it's the game of the year. It, it is. It's 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 a huge game. Tennessee at Georgia. The winner gets in the college football playoff. Uh, Alabama's at LSU. For LSU, it's it's an opportunity to completely change your season. For Alabama, it's it's a chance to kind of. I think this game is going to be a little closer than the experts think, as my man Lee Corso would once say. Well, Alabama's got two road trips in a row coming up that are pretty interesting, and the road's not been good to them. You know, they 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 struggled in Austin, probably could have lost, maybe even should have lost. They lost in Knoxville. They flirted with it at at Arkansas. I mean, they go into the fourth quarter at Arkansas up five points, facing a third and fifteen, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, they lost in Knoxville, so they got to go to Baton Rouge and Oxford on back to back weeks. Baton Rouge is going to be nutty. Oxford's going to be nutty. First night game in Tiger Stadium all year long. Yeah. How do you think that's going to work? And Alabama's coming to town. How do you think that environment's going to be? It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. Like, I think this will be closer. I don't think Alabama loses. I just think this is going to be closer. What, they're 12 and a half points, something like that? Uh, 13. Yeah, I'm, I'm newsflash. I'm taking LSU in the points. Um, watching Kentucky at Missouri. I know it's not a big game. It has no whatever. I'm, I'm watching it. I'm interested in it. I'm not sure. I don't think the wrong team. I, I kind of like. I kind of like Mizzou. I wonder what the over under in this game is. I'll look it up, but because Kentucky's going to try to run the football, Missouri. That's the one thing they can. Oh, do. they're good at it. They'll take the run away from yeah, you. Levis will have to be good in this game. Well, <laughs> Missouri thinks they're good now. 
Well, Missouri could easily be, again, the record says one thing. And I'm not a Drinkwitz guy or whatever. Things kind of weird, whatever. But the record says one thing. The eye test tells you another. And when you play the schedule game, Missouri played Georgia. You know, they've, they've done some weird stuff. Like, they're, they're okay. They should have beaten Auburn. That's one of, one of two games that kind of stick out of my head where I think if you played the game over and over and over, the other team wins every time. And if that had happened, the other is Arkansas A&M. I think Arkansas beats them. If they play ten times, I think Arkansas beats them nine times. Yeah, I'm just not. If, if Missouri plays uh, uh, Auburn ten times, I think Missouri wins nine times. Yeah. And so had they won that game, we're talking about them differently. So I'm watching that one. Florida at Texas A&M. I'm, uh, I'm curious two things with this game. I said it this morning. I'm, I'm curious to what you're curious okay, about. Okay, I am. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put this on at 11 o'clock because I'm interested in it. Okay. Here's why. I like Wigman, the quarterback yeah, for he's A&M. Gonna be, he's going to be fine. He's going to be a good player if Jimbo will leave him the hell alone. Well, okay. All right, all right, look. You know I love you. I know. I know you know I love you too. You, you – it's okay to be wrong. When you do this. No, I'm talking about when you, hold Jimbo's on. a quarterback. Hold, hold on. When you do this long enough, you're going to get one just really wrong. I've done it. <laughs> it's happened. The fans make fun of you. They never let it go. And I'm like, you don't do this every single day. If you do this every day, you're going to get one wrong. You're wrong on A&M. Just, no, I didn't just, say just, A&M. We're not talking about A&M. We're talking it. about Jimbo as a quarterback's coach. I, well, is it possible? That he's not a good quarterback's coach? That it's passed him by. That he's asking his quarterbacks I, to do too much. We're not talking about offense. I'm talking about being a quarterback's coach. Okay. Now, offense, I'm with you. He needs to simplify it for this kid. He, and they will. They're going to change. And then the other thing I'm interested in is does, does his team quit on him? Because I don't think uh, Billy's – Billy's team's not going to quit on him, but Billy's team is not as good. Florida's not as talented as Texas a How about this? And I had it down, but we had all this Auburn stuff down. Uh, Billy kicked off uh, Cox is done off the team today. I don't know I why. saw that. It got buried because of all this Harson right. stuff. Good PR move by you, Florida. That a way to bury that thing. I have no idea what happened. But he's their best defensive player. He's an all-SEC performer. Yeah, it just tells me that what happens to a lot of coaches with the first-year team is sometimes it just doesn't – one of two things happens. It either gets kind of magical or it kind of goes to hell as the season goes on. Yeah, but he's – that was surprising. Like Nick Saban's first Alabama team was bad. They kind of quit on him. They lost to Monroe. I know. I know. That's right. I wore the T-shirt to prove it. That was time. shocking that he kept me. I don't know what he did, but that was good timing by the PR t- PR department. Uh, let's see. Uh, Liberty, your boy Hugh, uh, goes to, uh, to Arkansas. Um, I think this is absolute lock. What if he wins? He won't. What if he did, though? That would be kind of disp- depressing. Boy, that's – Because I've got, like, tweets in my head that I'll probably – Are you really – we have different opinions on him. Oh, boy. I already know. I'm just fucking with you. I know. No, I, I don't think they can stop Arkansas. The question is, the question is, can they score enough to stay in the game? And, and here lately, the answer is yes. Uh, yeah, 14 points. It's just, I mean, at some but point I, I don't think it, I don't think they can stop Arkansas. Dude, how about the Arkansas schedule, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, if you're Sam, you, you're furious. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, well, I mean, this would be a really good week to play. Central Arkansas. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, Clemson at Notre Dame. It's another game really interesting because I think Notre, like? I think Notre Dame could do it. Really, I do. You don't like Clemson, do you? 
Um, I like Clemson fine. I actually like Dabo. I've met him. I like him. Surprised you that Notre Dame scrubbed up uh, Syracuse this weekend? In Syracuse? Um, a little. Yeah, a little bit. Getting a little better. They were they were getting better. Syracuse, it kind of felt like maybe a borrowed time. Maybe they just they didn't quite answer the bell when it rang. I have thought, because I bet against them a couple times, I just they, they never passed the eyeball test for me. Syracuse. Yeah. They just never did. Uh, Auburn is a 12-point underdog at Mississippi State. If that doesn't tell you the state of affairs at Auburn right there, nothing against Mississippi State, they're a fine team, but Auburn a 12-point dog at Mississippi State. That, that I'm just going to tell you, sentence, I'm laying the points. Oh, I am too, all day. I mean, dude, I mean, just how they found out that Harson was let go today and all that stuff, that place is the last thing, you know, your head coach gets fired on a Monday. Those kids are going to be, you know how many portal calls are going to be made this week? This week? Oh, my God. This hour? Oh, yeah. They're already, the phones are blowing up. People are late for practice today. I mean, it's. Well, yeah, I mean. Now, I will say this. I mean, I don't even know. I got it. I'm laying the points. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm Mississippi State in the I'll I'll lay twelve, no no problem, because Mike Leach typically beats the hell out of bad teams, and I don't know that Auburn's a bad team, but a checked out Auburn is not going to be a good team, and they usually beat the hell out of those kind of teams, and they play good at home anyway. Uh, Oklahoma State coming off of woo, coming at getting beat, my man. I'm glad I got off that train, dude. It crashed, dude. Worst that, loss ever. Whew. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I, w- I had it on for about, I don't know. I had it on for about a little bit, and I turned it off. It got so bad so fast. Then when Kane and them came on, I turned it on and watched Kane and them. Yeah, Grind had just admitted it. Thank you, Grind. He was what did, he was wrong on the Saints. You and Grind, bad wrong on the Saints, and I took it personal. Well, you be right on the Saints one week, and we'll be right on the Saints 16 weeks. It's fine. I got the one that counts. You got the one that counts. Uh, what else is left? Florida, which of that? Uh t- t- Texas minus a point and a half at Kansas State. Interesting. That's an interesting game, sure. Why in the world are they – how is Kansas State still getting disrespected? I don't know. And and Vegas likes Texas. Yeah. I'm, UCF that one, minus three and a half at Memphis. Why is that only three and a half? That – have no idea. Feels like free money. Unless they're saying that John Rice can't play. Well, the other that kids – That was bad. Did you see it? Yeah. But the other kid's better. Ah. There's a reason he didn't start. I know you're right. But uh, so yeah, those are the. Those did you are, see? Did you see Jr. when he got hit? No. Got hit is one of those deals where you know he look. Plum was a tough dude, like physically tough. He got hit, and it was head to head. It was a bad deal, and it was like when he stood up, they grabbed him, and the official was like, "Are you okay?" And he was wobbling. You know, they grabbed him to stabilize sure stabilize him. him. And John Rice like, yeah, I'm fine. He started to run and fail after he started running. About trying to get back to him. Yeah. And that was a bad deal. But he's a tough kid. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Hopefully they do the right thing. I'm yeah. sure they will. I know people. Hopefully uh, they do the right thing and don't rush him back from a confession. Yeah, I know Take people on here got their opinion on him and all that stuff. But I'm more, yeah, I like the kid. I think most people, yeah. most people, I don't know anybody who doesn't like the young man. Yeah, and I know I get it. But I don't have that relationship with him. I have a different one. I like the kid. Of course. All right, you want since it's Halloween, you want you want to finish it up with some. Uh, yeah. All right, so do you believe in ghosts? Yes. All right, I 
consider myself, I know I, I give off the, to the fans here, I give off this redneck, beer drinking, dumbass persona, persona, but I'm actually a pretty smart motherfucker. All right. <laughs> Mrs. Um, Siski, I don't know what's happened today. I don't know whether it's dressing up as a football potato or, or the, I, I don't know what's happened, but I'd like to apologize to you on behalf of McCready Media. And make you, Mrs. Siski, the McCready Media Fan of the Week. It's Mrs. Jenkins, by the way. Mrs. Jenkins. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mrs. Mrs. Siski is my wife. She work, She cusses worse than I do. Your wife? Oh, yeah. She acts like she's innocent. Mrs. Jenkins doesn't. She she picks and chooses her moments. Okay. But anyway. Um, anyway, so I grew up like, oh, this stuff's not real, da, 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 until it happened to me. And people can say what they want to. You can call me a kook. You can call me a crazy person, which you wouldn't be the first person getting in line. So I'm at my, we're like 20, I want to say I was probably 21, 22 years old. So at my wife's house. So my wife grew up in the pink house on Pinckney Street in Greenville, South Carolina. It's the third, like, I think it's like the third oldest house in Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. Okay. It was a Civil War hospital. Okay. Had complete with widow's walk, the whole deal. The turn of the century was a nursery. Um, her dad bought it in like 1980, I think, for like 50 grand and reinvented, yeah, renovated the whole house. And so she grew up in that house with and every all of her brothers and everybody else. I mean, all these ghost stories, right? Okay. And I'm just like rolling my eyes, whatever, right? So one night we're standing at her house. All right. The bedroom door, okay, was locked. All right. The, I probably shouldn't say that. Sorry, mom. <laughs> We're married now. It's okay. Bedroom door was locked. And the bathroom to our left, the only way in that bathroom was through that bedroom door. So it's like we'd gone out and had a good time. We're young. We're in college downtown. And everybody's at the house. It's like two or three in the morning. And I'm laying there. I'm asleep, obviously. And the bathtub turns on. But I didn't even open my eyes. I'm just like, I mean, it's from probably from like, you know, 10 feet away from me. Okay. Bathtub turns on. When you say that, I mean, obviously you mean the water faucet. The, the you, actually, and it's like one of those old claw tubs, like ancient tubs looking so, things. So you hear running water. I see running water. Okay. Okay. But I don't okay. look, open my eyes at first and I look over and I see the water on it. And it's hot water because it's steaming and all that stuff. Okay. And I'm going like, what in the hell are you doing? Because you think Aaron at this point has decided obviously, to take a bath in yeah, the middle at, of the night. Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. And I'm right. like what are you doing? And I yelled like towards the bathroom and she was laying next to me. She says, what are you talking about? And I, I mean, now I'm wide as wick. I look, I watched that bathtub fill up. Okay. I watched the knob turn off. Okay. Like looking at it. Okay. The water then starts sloshing around for about 30 seconds. Okay. And then it drained out of the tub. All right. So, at that point, this is what you're going to laugh at. Was me. she hot? I didn't see. Oh, okay. Didn't I'm see. Sorry. I just, I'm sorry. All I saw at that Thought point, I looked at my, because all this haunted stories and haunted, I mean, dude, there's a thousand stories. We could do a whole podcast on these stories. My wife could and my brother-in-law's could for sure. I mean, they've seen silhouettes, Civil War soldiers, the whole deal, silhouettes in their house. So you see the water slosh and then it drains. It drains. I looked at, I said, I know you effing heard that. And she goes, I did. I got up and this is like, 2.33 in the morning, I got up in the middle of the night, I packed my shit in the middle of the night, and her oldest brother had just been, just got married, and they had a house across town, so Ryan, what's up, Ryan listens to our show, Okay. 
um, I packed my shit up in my bag, got in my car, and I drove to Ryan's house in the middle of the night and stayed with Ryan. What about Erin? I can't remember if she came with me or not. I don't even <laughs> remember. I mean, it's been a long time ago. Um, and I never spent the night in that house ever again. Okay, so that was one. Okay. And I was good. I didn't have really any more experiences. I didn't mess with it or anything like that until... So you never stayed at Pinckney House? I went, I went there. I just never spent the night there okay. ever again. All right. All right. And then I was asking if you had, if we could show the fans, but I know we couldn't figure it out. I have a picture on my phone. So I like, between that, now I'm interested in it. So okay. I start watching all these shows and everything else, right? Supernatural stuff. Yeah, I'm all in like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures. I'm all in all that stuff. Okay. Taps, I, I watch it all. Okay. So we go on vacation. I'm in Alabama. And we go on vacation, and we go to the old Charleston jail. So if you guys out there want to look, there is actually a show. They actually investigated this. If y'all want to Google or YouTube the old Charleston jail, they have a haunted tour. So the guy's like, hey, look, um, Hey, look, take, you know, take pictures and things will show up when you put your, you know, flash on da, 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 da. All right. So I went through my camera roll. I'm going to send this to you and you tell me, I want you, Neil McCready, to explain this to me. All right. I'm going to send this to you here in just a second. Um, so we're, we're then I'm taking pictures and I got a whole camera roll just full of, um, stuff that was taken there that doesn't make any sense. And to the point to where, I mean, it, it's borderline creepy. So I can't explain this. I'm I'm hustling. Are you send, Are you sending this I to am, my I'm phone? Try, I'm gonna send it to your phone. Okay. I'm trying to get the picture up. There it goes. All right. So I take I take this picture. All right. Look right there in the middle. Okay. Do you see that? Looks like a like a streak of a, light, a very thick streak. Now I'm going to show you when we get done. I'll show you, but you can swipe over because I went like click 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 on my phone, and the, and it's moving across the room, and that was a completely dark room where I took that picture. Now while I was there, I didn't sense anything, I didn't feel anything, yada yada yada, but I have multiple photos on my phone of this, and it's pretty freaky. And then the last thing I'll end with this. So when we moved here. So this is my last, really last time I've had this experience. So we move here um, in our first house over in Grand Oaks, over there by the golf course. Okay. And um, Knox, my six-year-old, is a newborn, or right, you know, baby, and he's in his baby crib and all that stuff. And we have the baby camera and all that stuff. And so we start getting um, video of him in the middle of the night standing up and going, I'm Knox, what's your name? Whoa. And he's talking to, he's like two maybe. Is he talking to a stuffed animal maybe? Oh, no. He's standing up talking to the air. Okay. So that was, that was a little creepy. And then he would say that the blue thing came out from underneath his crib to play with him at nighttime. The blue thing. The blue thing. All right. Maybe and, he was watching Blue's Clues? No. And this is the where Smurfs? it gets the all-time creepiest. Okay. So we come home. We come home, you know, after practice. It's during the season. Come home after practice like a Thursday night. Everybody's in bed. And so we had that living room. But we had a three-story deal. The living room's on top. And we go over there, and, and we had a living room. And I was waiting on Aaron to put the baby to bed. And, you know, you're not home a lot. And so I, you just have to be careful because if you piss her off one time, you're done, you know. So she's putting the baby to bed, and I'm sitting there watching TV. And I'm, like, clicking, clicking, clicking. And, the, and Knox's room was to our right about 20 feet. 
she opens the door and throws like a Buzz Lightyear. I mean, things like this. I mean, it weighs five pounds. Throws it across the room. Almost hits me in the head. I'm like, and then slams the door shut. I'm like, the hell is going on? I'm thinking like, she just threw. I mean, it almost hit me, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I sit back down and I'm like, what in the hell did I do? I start watching TV again. Dude, about a minute later, she opens up the door and throws one of those Mater from Cars yeah, truck. Yeah. Throws it across the room. I mean, opens the door. I'm talking about throws the thing 40 feet. So you're thinking Aaron's throwing stuff at I'm you. I'm thinking at this point, what in the hell did I do? She's throwing, like, if it would have hit me, I'm talking about cut me, knock me out kind of heavy. I mean, they're five, ten-pound toys. Yeah. What the hell? So she, she comes out. I'm looking at her when she comes back. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? She said, so she was singing to Knox at nighttime. And he goes, Mom, I want to play. It's like, no, we're not playing. We're doing this. Mom, I want to play. And he had this uh, Thomas the Train big table that had uh-huh. all these toys on them. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes like, but they want to play with me. And she's like, not, at this point, this had happened a couple of times. So she's like, Knox, stop. They want to play with me. And she said, no, we're not playing. And at that point in time, Buzz Lightyear turns on. And it's one of those you get to click the back. Uh-huh. It turns on and starts walking across the table and then turns off. And so she got it and threw it away, threw it. And she sat back down. She said she started rocking again. He goes, Mom, they want me to play. Said, we're not playing. And then Mater turned on and drove across the, across the table. And then she picked up and threw it out. All right. But we're going to end with this one. There's another one? Same thing. We'll get around Christmas time. And we'd been singing at nighttime to him. That's how he liked to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Mom, can you hear them? They're singing too. And he's like, what are they singing? He goes, they're singing Silent Night, Silent Night, Holy Night. She's like, knock, stop. My wife's getting creeped out. Yeah, yeah I'm creeped out so right she now. So she started walking, doing. My wife's phone turned on. And she didn't have any playlist or nothing. It turned on Apple Music, turned on, and Silent Night started playing on the phone. You think that was just Siri doing that? No. No. There's too much. Dude, I got more of that. I mean, I got bells being around. I mean, that house was for sure. Like, Because if all I do is say Silent Night, nothing comes on. I mean, it's a six-year-old saying it, too. They're singing Silent Night. So, yeah. I mean, that house was, was haunted. The dog wanted to, I mean, we had our dog trained to ring the bell. <laughs> Earlier, Grind said just started, Genesis said just started Revelation. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, like, and I don't, and so it's to the point, though, that since I've lived in that house, I don't watch those shows anymore. Because I think watching those shows, like, we would watch, uh, did you ever watch The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix? No. All right, so we were watching that on Netflix. And while we were watching it, it was worse. See, I'm the one in my house that's had the ghost encounter in, down in Mobile. Yeah. And Laura never believed me. I don't think to this day she believes me. But she'll watch the ghost shows and stuff, and I won't watch them. Dude, it, it's, I, I know what I saw. Cause I came you back saw and, one? Yeah. Like you saw it? Yes. The little girl in like a white dress. Like Annabelle? Who's Annabelle? Like the scary movie? Uh, no, no, no. She wasn't scary. Look, I, I was, I was. It was a Sunday night. I was watching ESPN Sports Center, and they were showing NFL highlights. Okay. It was Auburn's open date. I was having to get up the next morning, 
and go to Auburn. That's how I remember all this stuff. And I was watching highlights. It was about 10, 20. I was getting ready to go to bed, but I was not asleep. Okay? Okay. And I heard this voice go, hey, we lived in one of those old houses on Japonica off of Dolphin. Okay? House, For those that don't know, that's haunted capital of the world. Those houses were old. There, are, A lot of those houses are haunted, by and, the way. And, yeah. And I popped up and went, Campbell? And looked over. Our couch was here. And the dining room was across. Like There was no separation from it, right? Just a arched thing. And then under in that other room was the dining room. And I looked over in the direction of the dining room table, and I said, Campbell? And it was a little girl standing right there. And I got up, and as I moved towards her, she just disappeared. No, fuck that. Uh-uh. Uh, um, trying to think. Because people can explain away the, the, the old woman that got on top of me and stuff as like that's one of those night terrors. And I'm like, okay, cool. It felt like more than that. But this was not that. All right, so I'm the crazy person, but I'll go ahead and tell you. I had not one, but two people come over to the house in Grand Oaks. Yeah. Okay. So I'd had a couple, I, I won't get into all the other stuff I've had happen. It's pretty bad. But my wife had, when I finally, she agreed to let me have somebody come in the house. She said she saw somebody standing at the foot of the bed in the middle of the night. And so at that point, I was able to convince her to let somebody come over. So we had two people come over. All right. So the first person starts walking through the house, made it 30 seconds into the house and came back out and said, you got something and he pointed in Knox's room. Okay. Okay. He said that when he stepped on, so the way you came in the house, you kind of came in the second floor. You went upstairs and we had like a baby gate at the top. He said when he took the first step to go upstairs, the baby gate picked up and opened real slow. Like what he said, like it was like a welcome open for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had to physically pick it up to move it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that easy. Um, interesting, though. So went downstairs. Went downstairs. I'm sorry, guys. Y'all can laugh all you want to. Make fun of me. And I was cool until the shit happened to me. It's not cool. He went downstairs, and he goes, as soon as he, he got to the bottom of the stairs on the bare bottom floor, uh-huh. he pointed. And when it's in that room right there, he said it's in that room right there. And he would not go any closer. Like, he went back upstairs. It creeped him out that bad. He said, it's in that room and pointed to a very specific room. Two days later, we had somebody else come in the house, and they go through all the house, and they go down. They don't know each other. They go down to the bottom floor, and sh- and that and it was a woman this time, and she pointed to that door, and she goes, it's in that room right there. I mean, this is a 6,000-square-foot house with, like, freaking 97 rooms in it. Pointed to a very specific room. Here's the kicker. She went to go open up that door and go in that room. And when she tried to open the door, mm-hmm. it was like somebody, it doesn't have a lock on it. It's like a, a big closet. Like somebody was pushing against it. You know how you put your foot against the door? Sure. Like she was turning it and like trying to get in. And it wouldn't like, you could see it like doing this, you know, like somebody's putting their foot behind it. And she backed off. I mean, she was like hitting the door. Like I thought she was going to break it. She backed off. I went over there and turned it. It just opened right on up, and I walked right on in. It's very creepy, dude. 
So you can say what you want to. Yeah, no, I should have gotten should have gotten Caroline to call in. Caroline will tell you stories about her room upstairs. You think this house is haunted? Caroline thinks this. That Do her, you think this house is haunted? Uh, I think there's a chance there's a friendly ghost. All right, guys. Hey, this show has been great. <laughs> it's brought to you by Rain, Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of BCAAs, electrolytes. Get your mind right. Are you serious right now? Yeah. Oh, dude, come on, man. Are you serious? Like, look, I told you. Look, I will fight anybody, okay? <laughs> I don't mess with alligators. I don't mess with snakes, sharks, or ghosts. Besides that, I don't care. What do you do? I don't know. I just I, I, mean, I don't deal with them, I, dude. I, I had a snake in the house a week ago. Uh, and what happened? It's gone. And I would not come over until you got that snake out of here. <laughs> Because that was the day I was coming over. That was Monday, right? Monday or Thursday. That was, is uh, Monday. Yeah. I don't I was play. coming back from the press conference. Uh-uh. Yep. Dude, don't tell me that. Are you serious? Like, yeah. you legitimately think this house is haunted? Uh, Caroline thinks that there's a ghost that resides in her room, and she's seen it. And my dad, my dad felt it. Yep. All right. I'm out. Yeah. Avery, Avery says, uh, Caroline will tell you the story. Caroline's pretty normal kid. I mean, Avery's met Caroline a bunch of times. Caroline's babysat for Avery's kids. She'll she'll vouch. Caroline's pretty pretty sharp. Well, I don't doubt it. <laughs> not one to make not one to make it. Have up. you seen anything here? I've not. Just felt something kind of deal or just the old woman getting after me. What do you mean getting after you? The old woman that got up on top of me. I nobody believes me. She got on top of me and said, I just want to have some fun. And I was like, I couldn't move. And everybody goes, that's night terror. <laughs> sure, you couldn't move. <laughs> I, mean, I am getting older. Hey, Laura, look, I hey, just couldn't move, Laura. I'm getting older, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's the reason they play all those damn ads, you know? That night, I just. Oh, dude. But no, I haven't. But now, I don't hang out in Caroline's room much because, obviously, it's not my room. I don't go hang out up there and watch TV or whatnot. But Caroline, when she was a little girl, said she got used to it because she knew the ghost wasn't there to hurt her. Oh, my God. Dude, I can't. I don't know, man. I just, I don't mess with them. I haven't had any more experiences since I left the house. I mean, I moved. I mean, that's how yeah. serious it was. <laughs> um, Knox was outside. The, la- the last thing that happened to us in that house was during the pandemic. At the start of the pandemic, everything's closed down. Right. I was outside playing baseball with Knox, my baby. And... uh he goes, uh, I'm pitching to him, and he kept, he keeps looking off in the distance and smiling and waving. Well, there's nobody there. I'm like, it's just me and him. He keeps looking off in the distance and smiling and waving. I said. How old's Knox at the time? Knox, well, he's six now, so what's that? So he's three, four. three, four. Okay, okay. Um, and so he goes, uh, I said, who are you looking at? And he gave me names. I can't remember the people's name. But he gave me two specific names. And I'm like, well, what do they look like? He's like, well, she's got brown hair, and he's got kind of, he said, silver hair. I said, do they live here? It's just me and him, so I'm trying to get, so do they live here? He goes, no, they don't live here. And I said, do they come over a lot? He goes, yeah, they come over sometimes. He said, I said, do they ever come in the house? He goes, sometimes they come in the house and play. And I'm like, oh. And I said, well, where do they live? And he points. He points across the street. He goes, he lives, I can't remember, I, want, I start to say Bob, I can't remember the guy's name, but he points the, to the guy, so the guy lives, the, the man lives over there, and he points, like across the street in the corner, uh-huh. 
and that house has a um a, a widow in it and that was her husband's name shit you not and we moved out two weeks later facts but he wasn't scared of them well he's not but i am <laughs> I mean, ignorance is bliss, I guess. I, I don't know it. That creeped me out. I got chills on my, I got chills thinking about it. Like, it bothers me, man. Like, legitly. Scares the shit out of me. You think he has a gift, Knox? Oh, if he does, I can't handle it. Like, because they'll be bringing around, I, I can't. I mean, you think. I he, believe people have gifts, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe he's got the gift. I hope he doesn't. I ha- We haven't had not one instance since we left the house. I, I, I do. I, I know, but I believe every word you're saying. I mean, people are going to think I'm crazy. I have a master's degree in everything, Neil. No, people, <laughs> people are going to think you're making it up. I'm running a multi-million dollar business, Neil. I'm, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> 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 Hope no investors I are mean, listening. They're going. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, hey, you know what? Between hey, uh, that and him taking South Carolina, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Um, happy Halloween. Keep the lights on tonight. Oh, keep the lights on. And I just want to let you know, if you try to scare the shit out of me tonight while I'm taking my kids trick-or-treating, I will. I, I do choose violence. So I'm thinking about, you know what I want to do? I want to do one of those. Uh, I wanted to dress up and, and something, you know, when they put take take just one and like where they think it's just a dummy or something, just scare the shit out of people when they come up. I think it's funny to scare other people. I just don't like to be scared. But all right. Hope everybody enjoyed this. This was fun. I enjoyed the show. This was one of my favorite shows we've done. <laughs> I'm fascinated. I can hear the stories forever. I kind of think I kind of think Knox has a gift. Don't dude, don't do that, it's, man. I'm just being don't real. Don't curse me like that. Seriously, I, man. I can't handle. I I could not handle it. Like uh, there's, a, I mean, don't do it. But he was never scared. Again, he wasn't because he wasn't old enough. Right. How would you feel if, if some dude comes in here to watch and, and I'm like, and you're like, hey, you start waving. You're 40-something years old. And you start waving at some guy. Oh, they're watching the show, hanging out. I'm like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's not cool. I'd be like, what'd you, what'd you smoke? You been doing those gummies? Yeah. Like, I'm just start, hey, start waving. <laughs> start waving at the moose. Murray the moose. Murray's freaking over there. He's, that's real. Yeah. I mean, anyway, this episode brought to you by the marijuana push. I'll tell you what, if you ever need a place to stay, we got a room upstairs because Caroline's not here. No. No, you've ruined it. I'm never – no, you've ruined it. I'm like – I'm low-key, like, I, I'm I'm afraid something. I'm going to, like, burn myself with sage when I get home. The next show we'll be doing it from uh, Quick U. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> studio got shut down. <laughs> I'm going to go in here and start yanking the power. They're switching the power off about one thirty every day. Yeah. All right, everybody. Happy Halloween. Uh, Be safe out there trick-or-treating. And uh, we will be back with you on Thursday with another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. We will uh, have a Make It Rain Thursday. Make it rain. So uh, until then, take care. Appreciate everybody. Talk to you soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.